0: Shift work can be brutal, but it doesn't have to be. Welcome to A Healthy Shift. My name is Roger Sutherland, Certified Nutritionist, Veteran Law Enforcement Officer and 24-7 shift worker for almost four decades. Through this podcast, I aim to educate shift workers using evidence-based methods to not only survive the rigors of shift work, but thrive. My goal is to empower shift workers to improve their health and well-being so they have more energy to do the things they love. Enjoy today's show. And welcome to the very, very first episode of A Healthy Shift Podcast. And today, I'm going to start at the very beginning. What can you do as an absolute basics to take steps in the right direction? What are my five pillars of health? So let's just go through it. We've literally just come out of what has been a crazy two and a half years, hasn't it? No, we've... Well, it was COVID. It's absolutely almost done us in. We've gone through uh, short staffing. We've gone through overtime, wearing PPE gear all the time. It's been a crazy, crazy time, hasn't it? And what happens is we end up totally out of sync with all sorts of things. And we need to just focus on the basics. So today, to start off with, I'm just going to give you my five pillars of health, of things that you can just focus on. And if you take one tiny little step in the right direction for each of these, you can assure yourself that you are taking steps in the right direction. And my first pillar, of course, it's sleep. Sleep is the foundation of all health and well-being. It is, I cannot emphasize just how important sleep is to us. It is vital. Now, as a rule of thumb, seven to nine hours is a really, is a good guide for sleep. Now, some people, yeah, absolutely. Some people can do with less than that and they thrive on it. But some people need more than nine as well. But too much sleep or not enough sleep is going to cause you problems, all right? Or if it's more than nine hours, it's going to indicate that there's probably a problem, all right? Now, if we are suffering from lack of sleep, it's going to cause us all sorts of problems in relation to our elevated hunger. Now, when we have elevated hunger, we actually make poor food choices as well. Now, what causes this? Lack of sleep causes the elevation of ghrelin, which is a hormone in our system, that signals hunger and what it does is we tend to crave carbohydrates, highly palatable carbohydrates and fats. Now I'm not demonising those but what actually tends to happen with carbohydrates and fats is we put them in the system, we get a spike and then we crash. So that is less than ideal as, uh, in relation to what we're eating, it causes us problems. Lack of sleep also causes a massive problem to our immunity in a big way. And we notice as shift workers that we tend to get all the colds and flus and the problems that are going around. Anything that's going around, we will pick up. So if you want to support your immune system, sleep is one of the pillars. In fact, a lot of the pillars here that I'm about to go through are going to support your immune system. Really important. Now, find a routine. Now, you might say, Rog, hang on. I'm a shift worker. I can't have a routine. That's incorrect. You actually can find a routine. And that routine needs to be the same every single time that you are going to bed, whether you're coming home from night shift, whether you're um, on a day shift, whether you're on an afternoon shift. It doesn't matter what your shift is. Regardless of what your shift is, you will find that if you find a routine to go through as your getting organized to go to bed. You're actually triggering your body that it's heading for sleep. If you follow the same routine, now this routine is called sleep hygiene. So if you have a sleep hygiene and you follow that every time, it will make a difference to you. Now, obviously, we hear it all the time, but it does make such a big difference. No screens. We have to put those phones, laptops, TVs, we have to shelve those, put them away. Because What is actually happening is the blue light is a particular blue light spectrum from those screens, which is hitting a centre at the back of our eyes, and it's signalling to suppress melatonin and keep us awake, and we rely on that melatonin to help us to sleep. So don't get into bed and look at your phone, because you're actually suppressing the sleep. Don't wake up and look at it in the middle of the night, it's going to cause you massive problems as well, all right? So get a really good routine going ladies when you come home when we come home and we shower when the ladies you take your face off you take your makeup off when you go through that night cream routine as well the smells of those creams and putting those night creams on before you go to sleep that is something that is actually triggering the sleep by smelling it and rubbing your face doing those sort of things and then climbing into bed climbing into bed putting on a sleep mask going through some gentle nose breathing, a spray of lavender on your pillow, whatever. Just go through a nice routine and that routine will help you enormously in relation to going to sleep, all right? So I won't harp on that anymore, sleep. It's the main foundation. My next one is nutrition. Now, when I talk about nutrition, I'm not talking about someone who meal preps seven days a week, three meals every day, plus their snacks and has containers lined up across the kitchen bench on a Sunday. What I'm actually talking about here is just increasing protein into every meal. Now, protein literally breaks down and forms the building blocks that our body builds everything on. So increasing protein into our body actually helps with so many processes in our body as well. And again, it will support our immune system. Now... We need to eat consistently as well and we also need to try and keep our meals as in sync with our normal breakfast, normal lunch, normal dinner time as we can possibly do that. So keep it in a biological daytime. This supports our circadian rhythm signals, all right, by the times that we're putting those foods into our system, all right? So... Consistent eating. Also, don't restrict yourself to try and lose weight. You'll end up overeating and binge eating, or you know, binge eating or overeating because it doesn't work to restrict yourself. You'll overeat. That's a big problem. All right, and have yourself some high protein snacks available: Greek yogurts, protein shake, um, protein bars, things like that. Keep your protein high. High protein keeps us satiated longer, it stops us from um, eating more or snacking. The more protein that you have during your three main meals and having protein snacks, the less you'll find that you'll eat during the day of, you know, the uh, highly processed foods, all right? So that's, that's nutrition, super important. One other point that I do want to make in relation to that, we are what we eat, all right? We literally are what we eat. And poor nutrition will literally leave you feeling worse. There is strong evidence now to support the gut-brain axis. So we need to make sure for good mental health, we need to make sure that we've got good gut health. And for good gut health, that will support our mental health as well. And ladies and gents, Let's be brutally honest here. If we increase our fruits and our vegetables in our diet every single day, we are getting all the nutrients that our body needs to support our health and well-being. You've never looked at someone overweight anywhere and gone, oh my God, she obviously eats or he obviously eats far too many fruits and vegetables. Now, come on. Let's get serious. That's not literally what happens. We all know that people that are overeating are overeating on highly processed carbohydrates, fats, and things like that. All right? So put that into your head. Fruits and vegetables, you can't overeat on fruits and vegetables. All right? Get them into your system. All the colors, and that will support all the nutrients that need to go into your system that's nutrition. My next pillar is hydration. hydration is super important One thing that we tend to do with hydration is we start our day out awesome by drinking lots of water and as we get more and more tired so we tend to drop the water off and the water dropping off is actually making us more tired. Keep your hydration high your coffee and your tea is also in, is also included in your hydration as well. So keep your, hydration high and you won't feel as tired. Fatigue is a symptom of dehydration and it's important that you understand that. Hydration also, again, supports our immune system and we all need a really good uh, supported or well-supported immune system, particularly us as shift workers. Now, what's the measure of hydration, of decent hydration? The first thing that we think of is Oh, we've got to drink, you know, two litres of water a day, or we've got to have eight cups. I don't know where that came from, but the guide, the scientific measure of hydration is clear or straw-coloured urine. It is literally that simple. Now, if you're taking supplements in the morning particularly B2, if you're taking your, um, your vitamin Bs or you've got a broad spectrum Bs or you're putting B vitamins in, you'll tend to find that vitamin B2 will make your urine quite a bright colour or a fluorescent colour. So that's a little bit irrelevant. Don't try and wash that out, all right? Give that time to wash out in itself. But outside of that, If you find that your urine is clear or a straw colour, you are properly hydrated and that is simply the measure, all right? So, let's move on from hydration and go into movement. Movement is my fourth pillar. Now, you'll notice that I use the term movement and I don't use the term exercise. Movement is really, really important, all right? So, get yourself up and outside into the light. Light resets our circadian rhythm and tells us that we need to be awake and up and about. Move. Walking is enough. Just go for a walk around the block. You don't have to carve out an hour and go for an hour-long walk. You don't even also have to say, I've got to do 8Ks or I've got to do 10,000 steps. Forget all of that. Just get up, get out, and go for a walk. Research shows that by being um, vertical and in a forward motion, it's really enormously beneficial for your mental health and guys and girls our endocrine system which is the glands that pumps out our hormones thrive on us moving and getting the blood pumping through our our system so that we are getting a decent um getting decent movement will enormously uh is enormously beneficial for us all right so just get moving. A little walk around the block, phone a friend while you're doing it, kill two birds with one stone, don't sit on the couch, make the phone call, go for a walk, pace inside the house, keep moving. It's very, very beneficial for us. My fifth pillar is stress. Stress is a silent killer. It's very, very important that we keep our stress under control. Now, as shift workers, our body is already stressed and we want to get it from Um, a sympathetic into a parasympathetic state as quickly as we can. Now, to explain that, our autonomous nervous system has two sides. We have a sympathetic state, which is our fight or flight um, mode, or we have a parasympathetic state, which is our rest and digest. We need to be in the parasympathetic side as often as we can. There's nothing wrong with being in a sympathetic state every now and again, But we do need to be majority of our time in a parasympathetic state. While we're in a sympathetic state, it shuts down digestion. It's getting us ready for battle. It's getting us ready to run. Now, an indicator as to whether we're in a sympathetic state is to check in with yourself and see if you are breathing through your mouth. Generally, if you're breathing through your mouth with your mouth open, you will be in a sympathetic state. So what I highly suggest that you do is to check in with yourself periodically, particularly at a time where you're feeling a bit stressed, check your breathing. Am I breathing through my mouth? Yes, I am. I need to close my mouth and I need to be breathing through my nose. Breathe in for four, breathe out for six through your nose and that will make a massive difference to you. When you go to bed, That's a good time to be doing that breathing as well. Four seconds in, six seconds out. Okay, so that's my five pillars for health. All right, to recap on that, remember, sleep. Seven to nine hours, it will improve your hunger and satiety. Nutrition. Make sure that you're putting lean protein into every meal and fruits and vegetables and eat consistently. Hydration, clear urine. Movement, just anything that you can do that makes you feel good. And stress, check in with yourself and make sure that you're breathing through your nose. Okay? Thank you so much for listening. I hope you got something out of that episode. Remember, episodes will be dropping every Monday and Friday and I ask that you watch out for the guest episodes that will be dropping every two weeks on a Friday. I look forward to talking to you in the next one. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you get notified whenever a new episode is released. It would also be ever so helpful if you could leave a rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. If you want to know more about me or work with me, you can go to ahealthyshift.com. I'll catch you on the next one.